Whether it's guys looking for double Ds or girls looking to get the D, it all goes down in the big D. Join Asheville and Maddie as they dish on Dallas. What is up, everybody? It's Maddie on Dallas Dating Diaries. I've got Ashmel here with me. Hey, guys. So, episode seven. Here we are. We made it. We did. We did make it. We're we're almost New Year's Eve is just right around, around the, corner. the corner. It's crazy. It's, I'm ready. We're like Christmas is like what next week, and then right after that, you've got New Year's and. I can what? no longer wear my emotionally unavailable until 2021 shirt. No? I got like a week left. Oh, okay. I was like, dude, is there breaking news? There's, <laughs> is there something that uh, us and the listeners need to hear? No, no. Um, I will ask for your advice ooh. in short order. Okay. So what's going on? What's happening? Okay. So okay, how do I say that? So, so last episode we had talked about like becoming friends with people mm-hmm. that we've previously dated. So this is kind of the opposite of that. Okay. In that, what is your opinion on dating friends, Maddie? Dating friends. Yes. Um, do I, do I, am I friends with this friend? You do not know this person. Okay. So okay. this is a general question. I'm not dating within our core crew. Right. So that's where I, so that's where I would say it gets, because if you're. <laughs> Although I've had experiences. Right, right. But <laughs> if there is, um, if it's the core crew, I usually frown on that. If it's somebody that the core crew brings in, like at some point within the, the the last six months, and you're you're into that person, that's different. Sure. But like the core crew, it's like don't don't do that. Uh, but if it's friends, it's somebody that you've known um, that maybe you worked with, and they went and got another job, and you know because mm-hmm. you don't want to do it at work, but no. maybe they go off and get another job, and there was attraction there. Obviously, that's free game, and you know I think that all good relationships. Um, if the friendship is tight, like your significant other is your best friend, mm-hmm. that you can get through a lot of shit a lot easier than like when relationships start the other way where it's like, oh, they're just, they're so romantic or the sex is amazing, mm-hmm. right? Like that's the worst. And I was just having a conversation about this where I said that guys I've talked to, um, we obviously enjoy very attractive women that whatever attracts us, right? And I know that there are several guys within my circle that have stayed in relationships way longer right. than they should have because they were physically attracted or like the physical aspects of the relationship were good, but everything else was crap. But the other way, you know, those are the relationships that I, t- you tend to see kind of lead into marriage and, and fruitful um, family and all of that. So I, I encourage it as long yeah. as it's not the core. So we have a core crew mm-hmm. and this person is not, in that core crew, but ancillary, not ancillary. Cause mm-hmm. I don't want to be dismissive as right. to his status. Well, we all have our core, like I'm like, a part of that core, but you have other, like we all have groups. like yeah. side groups that mm-hmm. we hang out with. And so this person, man, let's call him Wolfie. Wolfie. Okay. And there's two reasons behind that. Um, one, because there's a famous formula one, uh, general manager named Wolfie and he's like the best of the best. All right. And, this uh, man, Wolfie, and I connect on cars. It's actually, we connect on several different things. I'm sure but you cars do. is one of our like mutual passions. Yeah. 
And so I met Wolfie like St. Patrick's Day two years ago. I was with my ex, who we'll talk about soon enough. <clears throat> like we were at St. Patrick's Day parade and we're in a big group of people. And I met him and I remember he was like talking about Goyard, which is like a designer brand. And it fell on deaf ears with everyone at the table except for me. Uh-huh. Some people call me bougie. I just like nice things, right? right? And so we just have established this friendship over the past couple of years. And we tend to hang out with, um, so I'm dear friends with a gal who's married to his best friend. So we hang out, the four of us, very often over the last few years. And we've been super good friends. He was in a relationship. I was in a relationship. Coincidentally, like I work out with his trainer. We're just like homies. And we were at his house. He hosted this beautiful dinner party about a month ago. I had to pull my ripcord at about like 1 a.m. I just, I needed to go home because I had drank too much. And then fast forward uh, a couple of weeks ago, we went out, the four of us, to, we went out to dinner, and then we ended up at lounge, actually, like crushing bottles of champagne. Shocking. <laughs> Shocking. And um, my girlfriend had shared some information with me about Wolfie's interest in me. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. For which there was a moment that he and I shared later on that night, and he was an absolute gentleman. Nice. And remember you had talked to me, you had shared with us about how like guys go in a little bit too hard where they just like try to go in for the kill on the first date they ask for too much and it pushes women away yeah so we had had that conversation um when we were we were actually out and about and you invited me to like a gallon a a gal's night and i got to run with all you ladies at park house which was was quite the experience um and yeah we talked about how when guys get close to hitting the target, right, they get yeah. invited over and they get a little, they think that maybe they can finish the cross, like they can cross the finish line. They, they, instead of just letting it simmer and like build up the anticipation for like the next time, they like stumble across the finish line and it usually ends in like really dirty sweaters and all kinds of other things, right? Right, right. But the, the advice you were giving to men of the world in our girls' conversation was like, Less is more in yeah, that situation and to, to like leave a little bit to the imagination mm-hmm. to leave the woman wanting more. Yep. I can't stop thinking about him. Oh, so he let, he, he did. He did. He followed my advice. He followed your oh, advice. Oh my gosh. Just, I, mean, I love him already. I love <laughs> I mean, him already. He was a total gentleman yeah. and just so smooth, uh, authentically smooth. Mm-hmm. And so I've now like recalled all of our experiences majority of our experiences over say the last two months so we've been hanging out a lot we hang out in this foursome and we go out to drinks like we'll go to the mansion have cocktails we'll get dinner and maddie i have been so clueless (laughs) that's good though i mean it's that's nice like where you're you're not hunting you're just enjoying somebody for who they are and you're not there's i think that building that kind of foundation i think all relationships man i wish a majority of my relationships had come from that that angle. Yeah. So so I asked Maddie, I need advice. Yeah. So Wolfie has asked me out several times mm-hmm. and just not knowing that he and I were mutually aligned on what we wanted long term, every time he's asked me out, I've been like, Cool, let me see if said couple can meet us at that time. Like I have like unintentionally mm. killed his game. I see. I see. So well, so 
I would say that the question to ask yourself is if it goes sideways mm-hmm. and you lose not only a romantic relationship, but the friendship with Wolfie, do you, would you be okay with losing it? Right. I would be with devastated. the experience with the chance of something happening or is it one of those situations where the, the friendship and the connection on that level is, is that important to you that you would want to keep it? And I, and I can speak from experience where I've, you know, I've had relationships where I was dating my best friend, right? Mm-hmm. That person was my best friend. And so when you break up in those situations, I think those are literally the, the most challenging relationships because not only do you lose your significant other, your, your romantic, but you lose your best friend, and, mm-hmm. and that the, the two for one hit on breakups is brutal. So if if you think about it and you're like, it's worth the risk because I think this could go the distance, then it's worth it. If it's one of those, well, I don't know, I'm just going to try it out. I would probably be a bit more cautious on approaching it. Okay. Okay. Yep. So ugh, I have been so clueless, Maddie. Well, and, and Wolfie you- knows where the bodies are buried. Like he knows as much about my dating life as you do. Right. And I just had no idea. And the fact that he still wants to hang out, I think, is is good. It's just, it's one of those questions. I mean, we've talked in in the previous episode, we talked a little bit about it. And I've said this term several times around cuffing, the cuffing season. Mm -hmm. right? And it is, it's cuffing season is upon us. Uh, And, um, you know, it's a lot of people tend to want to engage in a a deeper romantic type relationship because, you know, the, the, the idea with cuffing season was like in Chicago and New York and these very cold areas you're not out and about, you're not walking around and going to the clubs and bars, you're spending a lot more time at home. So I think you could honestly say 2020 for most people has just been very mm-hmm. long cuffing season mm-hmm. uh, with a lot less sex for, for <laughs> some of us. And, you know, sometimes people will engage in, in wanting to drive something further because they have time. But, you know, I think in this situation, it's something to... So there's ponder. no rush. Like you there's and I have no talked rush, about, yeah. <laughs> I have no foot on the gas. Yeah. But, but Wolfie left me wanting more. It sounds like a man. He is a man. Yeah. Absolutely. No, that's what I'm saying. He's very smart. Yeah. Well, and, and, cultured. and, and to go to, to the squad out there, we talked about wanting more. So here's a scenario. And this is like from the, the books of, um, you know, uh, Fifty Shades of Grey or whatever. But <laughs> I, and I tell guys this, too. But, you know, you you're the guy, you, you know. You, you're trying to get over to her house, right? You're always like, oh, well, I could come over with a bottle of wine. And eventually it lands. One one time, you know, she makes the mistake of saying, oh, yeah, sure, come over. And guys tend to be like, yeah, I'm going to get, I'm getting some. But what I recommend is in that situation, first of all, she's being extremely vulnerable. She's inviting you to her house, right, mm-hmm. or her place. So there needs to be, a, you need to overcommit on your respect for her. Right. And so giving, like bringing a glass of wine having wine, you know, obviously probably, you know, being close, maybe kissing, but you're, you don't want to cross that finish line on that, on that situation. On that first time I, I, I just, you know, sometimes you know, Prince of Uptown kind of joked with me about not being aggressive, but I feel that, you know, in that situation you've hung out, you've watched a movie, things are getting a little hot and you stand up as a man and you're like, Hey, I'm, I'm going to head home. I've got whatever tomorrow. Right. And she's going to be kind of not, she's not used to that, right? And right. so she stands up, and then as she's walking into the door, you just turn around, give a grin, pick her up, put her back into a wall, give her a strong kiss, put her down. Oh, my God, I'm getting, like, yeah. goosebumps right now. Yeah, and then you say, like, lean into her ear and say, I'll see you soon. 
and then leave. And guys, like, I'm not saying that's going to work every time because, you know, you may be smaller than your gal or, you know, maybe she's the one picking you up. But um, I think the next date is going to it's going to go pretty good. Okay. Or well, not at all. Or not at all. Right. It's right. One, it's it's zero or 100 percent, honestly. OK, well, more to come. Yeah, because uh, I've been like thinking about it for a few days because there have been uh, plans that we've made that now looking back. They should have been one-on-one, mm-hmm. but I made them a, a group uh, Destiny, experience. Right. So, again, I'm cruising. I have no foot on the gas. I'm not going to ask a man now. Right. So, Good. more to come. All right. Well, and, and that leads me to, you know, New Year's is coming. And I've had uh, various experiences with New Year's of the weather. I've had dates. I haven't had dates. I've gone with friends. I've been, you know, solo. Mm-hmm. So for the listeners out there, we're not really going to have a really fun New Year's this year. Um, like, you know, there's not going to there's going to be a ball drop with like nobody in Times Square, which is going to be kind so of surreal. Bizarre. So I'm sure there's going to be like house parties. Right. So unless you're like dating somebody, okay. I feel like this year for dates on New Year's is going to be kind of a, a solo thing. And I think it'd be even better to like go to a party where you don't have anybody. Right. And okay. kind of give you the opportunity to engage with people. Not it doesn't even have to be romantic. Right. You can just, you're, you're more free to communicate with like whoever's in this house, those house parties that most people will probably be having, but that's just my opinion. Just like make know. new connections. Yeah. And I mean like as you lead into the year, right. You're just, I mean, if you're already dating somebody, then that would be kind of weird to be like, you know what you're going to do? You're going to stay, right? <laughs> Don't do that. But no, if you're dating somebody, obviously bring them. But if you're, you've got the bench and you mm-hmm. don't have anyone committed, I would say go solo. Okay. That's okay. what I would say. So I have been thinking about, you know, what I'm going to do on New Year's because last, last year to New Year's was just awful. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, this year I have like told myself that I am just, because right now in this moment in time, I am just like living for my friends female or male, like, I just want to spend time with my friends. Like, yeah. that is where I get the most joy. So I just feel like, girls, grab your gals. Mm-hmm. Wear something that makes you feel beautiful or hot or comfy, whatever feeds your soul. And just have fun with the people around you in your life. Like, take the pressure off of having a New Year's Eve kiss. Yeah, that's overrated. I mean, <laughs> you may get one on New Year's Day. Right, right. <laughs> with oh. with holiday. I don't know. I'm don't just know. kidding. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't. But I like. I've had. Uh, I've never. This is true. This is actually. As I was thinking back, I have never had that quintessential. The ball is dropped, and you know, old old anxiety starts. Yeah. Uh, I think that's the name of it. Yeah. And it, it starts playing, and you have the passionate kiss. I've never had that. I have. I've never had that. I've either. I have. I've had, like. For the most part, it's like you forget about it because, you know, you're too drunk drunk, or or I've had moments where like my dates like decided to get like woefully ill, like right before, like there's just always been these stories or I've been like by myself and I go look and I go to the bathroom and look in the mirror and I'm just like, this year is your year, Maddie, (laughs) this is your year. And then I kiss the mirror and it's always (laughs) a great time, but I've never had no one loves you. Yeah, no one. Yeah, exactly. I just go and love myself in a bathroom. <laughs> Nothing weird about that at all. <laughs> but yeah, so don't, I think we just, we've, we've hyped that up. We've romanticized that. And I think we miss out on so many opportunities. Yes. Just for that one moment when we could have had like 50 other great moments. Yeah. You could be like, uh, 
raging with your friends right. and, you know, just embracing the people who care about you most, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. I've had that that New Year's Eve moment actually with Dirty John, unknowing that he's a scumbag. But, yeah. but um, he was just, he was just, he was clean John back then. <laughs> no, it was, we broke up like a, a week later. Right. But yeah. Uh, so you brought up cuffing season, Maddie. What is cuffing season? Well, it's it's that time I think as it gets you know as the sun decides to set at three thirty in the afternoon, <laughs> and you know you're not going out as much because it's a, a bit colder and you don't want to stand in the lines, and you just want to kind of be home and you know drink hot cocoa and and kind of have the Netflix and the chill by the fire, right? A lot of right. people tend to want to go into kind of house you know house cat mode. Well, or they're forced into quarantine like we were this year. Right. So that's when people, they don't want to be alone. So they they cuff, right? They, they get into a relationship. And I'm not saying that it that's the only reason, but that you just tend to see during summer, during pool season, during all this stuff, everyone's like, oh, you know, living my best life. Yeah. And, you know, other, you know, lyrics from Ariana Grande songs and all of that stuff, right? But during the winter, you know, it's kind of sad and cold and all of that. So that's cuffing season. So we had talked about, not committing so this is going to negate cuffing season not committing if you're not dating someone Mm -hmm. by thanksgiving Mm -hmm. you're not committing until february 15th and cuffing season really starts like i mean applications for cuffing season start right after labor day right Right. so you sift through (laughs) september is really like when you start doing interviews and then before halloween is when you like lock it down right usually or like the first part of november so that end of October, beginning of November is cuffing season, like tryouts. And then <laughs> then you it. have, uh, if it's not, if, you know, you don't have anything for Thanksgiving, like see, free you, agent. Yeah, see you February <laughs> 16th, I'm out, right? You're free agent. At least that's how guys are. I don't know how, if girls are like that. But. I think girls' hearts are majority of the time always open. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I say this, but in every, let me think about this for a second. Every single serious relationship I've ever had. I have engaged in during the blackout window that I'm saying that you shouldn't every single one. Wow. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not taking my own advice, but well, not every single one. Um, but the, the ones that have been year, year long type situations, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it always started like in that November through early January window. Did you buy them Christmas gifts? No, mm. no. Cause it wasn't, it was just serious. Was by just then? Starting. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, cuffing season is the precursor to dry January. Mm-hmm. Are you doing dry January this year? Well, I've done a lot of dry months this year because I've been obviously focusing on uh, my fitness. But, uh, I mean, I'm not going to commit to not drinking. But I'm also, I've, I have, I've dialed it back significantly just because it's been nice. Right? Yeah, yeah. I'm telling myself that I'm doing dry January but there are two birthdays, Wolfie's birthday and Bowen House's best friend's birthday that yeah. I just good luck. get back good, on the juice. Good luck. Well, we have, you know, with with everything coming up, we've got some very interesting news um, slash experiment. So both of us believe in science. We yes. are We are people of science and we are people of love. Because really at Dallas Dating Diaries, while we talk about all the, the glorious things, truly at the end of the day, we want all of our listeners to fall madly deeply in love with somebody and get married and and never get married again. Of course. Or at least have the fourth best ex-wife you could ever have. 
that's what we want here <laughs> at Dallas Dating Diaries. So we we've talked. We have you know some friends in our group that have their own approaches to dating, and so we've somewhat hijacked uh, one of our uh, good friends. So um, we talked a little bit about her in the last episode. So Sunshine Socialite. We'll talk about why is that her name. Well, her and I have gone out a few times, and when her and I have been out, women have approached me that I really didn't want to talk to. Mm-hmm. And like, what are you doing here? Oh, my God. So I will turn and look at them. And Sunshine Socialite is very elegant. You know, she's, she's always well-dressed. She's very beautiful. So I will turn and say, I'm actually her bodyguard. She's a, she's a fairly prominent socialite <laughs> from, from the state of uh, the Sunshine State. And they're like, oh, my God, no way. And then she's obviously rolling her eyes. So that's kind of, that's why... <laughs> That's her name. It's like she's my cop out when I'm like, I don't want to talk to these women. I'm out. So. She is a ride or die. She is. She's true, in one true of those good form. Friends. Like she's just she's an angel. She's fun. Mm-hmm. So we thought, right, because she's so fun, so amazing. Yes. That she deserves everything and anything. Amen. So we are going to hijack her bumble and hinge, hinge. accounts. Maybe Bumble. Hinge for sure. And we were talking about, like, I take one and you take one. I think logistics is going to be too hard. But for sure, Ashmo is going to take over the hinge. Mm -hmm. And she's going to. I'm so good at it. I bet you are. (laughs) And you're going to go through based on her preferences. You're going to update her profile. Mm -hmm. And you're going to select kind of like a bachelorette type. Oh, yeah. And you're going to have her go on some dates. So hopefully for episode eight, because we're going to take a little bit of a break for the holiday. Um, and we'll we'll start fresh in the new year. And so when we come back, mm-hmm. the the hope is is that we'll have uh, our our second guest on. Yes, and uh, Sunshine will tell us all about uh, potentially one of these dates or the the dates that are to come. So that'll be sure. a fun a fun uh, experiment. And if if not Sunshine, then I feel like this uh, experiment has legs. I would I'd find it hilarious if. We like I take the the hinge of uh, of a girl. You take the hinge of a guy, right? We just oh, we would I would slay right. a a dude's hinge takeover. Right. No, I think it'd be great. Like if there's a guy that's just like he's not landing at all on hinge, and just, you just it's come, like extreme makeover, right? Dallas dating yeah. diaries, Dallas dating diaries hinge makeover. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. Trademark. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna do a little bit of that in the new year as well. Just kind of. Moving around. And, and the other thing is um, maybe doing a live taping somewhere, right? I've talked to a couple of places. Yeah. You've talked to a couple of places. And it'd be fun to do that where you're, uh, you know, we have guests come and sit down and we kind of interview them live. It's like speed dating. Yeah, it'd be fun. Like, I, I mean, in my world, perfect world is like lounge would be like I think prime time. I, honestly, like <laughs> prime time. They should just give me yeah. a, like a parking space. Yeah. Well, I, I don't drink and drive, but. The equivalent to yeah. where so, there's yeah. so much. We've been we've been keeping them quite a quite financially stable during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So good for them. But well, perfect. Well, that's that's what we got for the episode, y'all. It's gonna be Christmas. So for all for all you out there, Merry Christmas, um, Happy, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, yes. Happy for our Canadian friends, <laughs> Happy Boxing Day. Right? We we we, we celebrate all all religions and holidays and nationalities and orientations here at Dallas Dating Diaries. But uh, for now, follow us on social media. We're on Instagram. Um, we are on Twitter. We'll eventually be on TikTok. 
and um, yeah. our MySpace is always bopping, <laughs> always. So work hard, get in the top eight, but always, always, always keep sliding in those DMs. Send nudes. All right, y'all. Talk at you later. Bye.